All right, folks, Scott and I are back this week for another great topic. Um, so this week we're talking about how to speak dog, essentially how to talk to your dog um, and to kind of understand what your dog is saying. Can you hear me over there, Scott? I can hear you, yeah. Can you hear me now? I can hear you now. All right, you can hear me now, great. All right. All right, so essentially how to understand and speak to your dog, because like I tell my clients all the time, um, our dogs are speaking to us. Does your dog speak to you, Scott? Or do you think your dog's speaking to you? Before I even get into it, I just want to know your thoughts. Yes, he speaks to us with his eyes, with his bark, with mm -hmm. his hands. When he sits a certain way, when he just won't leave the counter where there's treats. Mm -hmm. uh, there's many ways he speak to, speaks to us, but he has gotten, as he's gotten older, he's always going to turn five in a few days. Yep. He's learned to whine with more intent. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And, and those are all yep, eye contact, the barking. So I'm going to go through those. But yep, they're definitely speaking to us. And do you generally know what he's saying? I would say 60% of the time. There's yep. some whines where like, I don't know what you want. If you need, if you want a treat, if you want to go outside. Mm -hmm. And he's not the type to, because we live in a condo. Yep. Uh, he hasn't really gotten the thing where he goes to the door when he wants to go out. He just sort of looks at us or like it's like don't you know or i want to go like outside. Pant panting yep. is a big cue panting is a big cue so we're like and then we're at my parents who's a home big country home that sort of thing so mm -hmm. uh then he just sort of stares at the door and we're like okay finally yep. like you're telling us but otherwise exactly and my dog does the same thing my older one like i'll yeah. be having to walk and i'll be happen i'll be walking i'll be walking by in the kitchen and then i'll see her sitting at the door and i'm like couldn't tell anyone <laughs> yeah. that you wanted to go out. So yeah, there's yeah. different ways they talk to us. And the more you understand what your dog is saying, um, the better you can help them. And so um, one thing, um, like you said, you notice in your dog's eyes and the body language. So eyes are like the first thing that you can kind of look to, um, to kind of communicate with your dog. So staring at a dog, you don't want to do that head on. And if you think about it, like if you're sitting there, you can actually feel someone when they're like glaring and staring at you. Yeah. And so dogs are no different and they don't like that. And so um, if you see a dog and you just don't want to stare at them head on, and I know a lot of people, not a lot of people, I guess some people in my family, AKA sometimes my husband, um, <laughs> you know, they like yeah. to do the staring contest with the dogs and stuff like that. Yeah. That's a, actually, that's a perceived threat for a dog. Okay. Um, so you just want to try not to do the straight eye and eye contact. And sometimes you'll see dogs where um, you'll stare at them and they'll kind of look away and kind of go yeah. like that. That's actually polite in the dog doggy world. So if you okay. see a dog like doing this or that, you know, you know, they might think they're a little cute, but it's actually them trying to, you know, say, hey, I come in peace and stuff like that. So that the eye sense. contact is important. Okay. Um, and in training and in general, dogs don't understand English. And I know folks are like, oh, my dog understand, you know, when I say this and that. Yeah. It's not that they truly understand because I do have clients that speak like Russian to their dogs or Spanish to their dogs. Um, and even when in training, what I'm telling uh, my clients, hey, choose a word, you know, especially in recall, like what word do you want to use to have your dog come to you? You can use any word you want. It doesn't have to be like come or whatever it may be, because yeah. dogs understand um, basically hand gestures and body language. So um, in addition to you saying the word, you're doing some type of movement around it, whether you're doing it intentionally or not. And that's what they really understand, um, your body language and the tone that you're using. Um yeah. Do you notice that in your dogs, like certain things you'll say to them and even 
without saying it, they'll know like your body language, like how you're feeling. Yes. Well, there's certain keywords like park. Uh, we say a certain person's name. Yep. Uh, yep. So we uh, say, if we say, let's go, or if we say, we'll generate his excitement, mm -hmm. we say something like, who's there? He yep. barked, he just automatically barks and runs to the door. Uh, and then there's like other keywords where we think these were like, how do you know that word and that sort of thing? But like you said, it's more of like a, a keyword. So he's like, oh, when yep. this word happens, this thing happens. And so he picks, exactly. he picks up on a lot. Yep. So, yeah. And like I talk a lot about like dogs love routine. So even right. if it's part of the routine, even if you're not teaching to saying that they know the routine and it's like your, your posture, what you're doing is part of that, then they start to understand as well. Um, exactly. And that's why in dog training, um, one little secret, well, it's not a secret because once you, you know start training in private training, um, I tell my clients this, we always start off um, each command doing like a hand gesture or some type of body signal first. We okay. don't actually say the word because we want them to understand. They understand better, you know, body gestures and hand movement. So, okay. you know, when we're asking them to sit, we just do our hand like that so they can, you know, raise their head and they push yeah. it down to sit on their bum. And so once you do a hand gesture movement, then you can add the word on. Um, and so that goes to show you, like, even in training, um, it's still the same. They understand the body language more um, than the... Uh, the verbal. So just be mindful of that. And I talk about too, we can inadvertently um, cause our dogs to um, basically, um, no, is it that? No, we can't, we can, um, no, speaking of body language, what I was talking about is inadvertently um, causing our dogs to feel some type of way. Like yeah. for instance, I talk about party training. Like even if you're not truly upset and you say to your dog, oh my gosh, oh my God, you did it again. They perceive that as like not anger, but just they can feel the sadness or they know the body language. So in return, they get kind of sad. So you just want to be um, intentional about, you know, the things you're doing around your dogs and things like that. Yeah. Um, I also talk uh, a lot about how dogs are already talking to you. And essentially, they're um, when your dogs come up to you and sit next to you and they're just looking at you, that's essentially them talking to you. And a lot of times you'll know what your dog wants because you just know your dog. Yeah. So my dog, for example, when one of them, you know, say it's like midday in the afternoon, you know, he come nudges me. I know that he wants to be rubbed and he wants his quality time. Um, yeah. So I call it like your dog saying, please. So it's essentially instead of them barking at you for things they want, they, they, they're sitting for attention. And so um, what you want to do in that manner, you want to get your dog in a habit of saying, please, because in return, you'll start to understand what they're saying in their body language. So what that means, like even for dinner, you know, having them sit and then putting their bowl down before yeah. you go out the door, you know, you know, them sitting and you going out first. It just teaches manners. And, and I know it sounds funny, like how does a dog sit each time, make me help you understand their body language? Um, it's more than that. It's like, you know your dog. For instance, if yeah. your dog were to come right now and sit and stare at you, what would you think he wanted? It's a time of day too. So like yep. lunchtime, he either wants his food or he wants to go out. Exactly. Food, but maybe want to go out if he hasn't been out for a while, right? So yep. and, it, and especially if he's like panting, then maybe he's more wants to go out. If he's just mm -hmm. sitting there staring at me, probably wants to his food type of thing. So yeah. yeah, exactly. So just, you know, thinking about this, you're absolutely right. The time of day, you know, thinking about what time they're sitting. Okay. Is it lunchtime? They may want lunch and things like that. And, you know, and, you know, now that I'm speaking about body language, you know, you may not actually think about it, but, you know, now that you're in this live or folks are watching it, start to look at your dog's body language when you're asking them things and see if there's a pattern. 
Like, yeah. for instance, uh, my foster here, just a sidetrack and you hear whining in the background. That's because he wants my attention. And I know that he just got up because he heard me say attention. Mm -hmm. And so now he's walking off because I gave him attention just by talking about him. So he'll be fine. But that's just a sample of example of, you know, reading your dog's body language. Now he's going off the way down. So he'll be fine. <laughs> um, some examples um, when you um, your dog rolls over. That's them saying, hey, I want you to pet your belly. You know, that's a um, really simple one. Um, a big one, too, that you want to be um, mindful of, if your dog is yawning, um, licking, yeah. cowering, and things like that, or they have a stiff body, that means they're stressed, and those are things that you want to be concerned about and address them. Um, depending on the situation and the context, you address those differently, but those are all signs that something may be a little bit off and you want to kind of, um, you know, assess your dogs and things yeah. of such. Um, a big one um, that people get misconceived by is the tail wagging. A tail wagging is not always a happy tail. Um, it doesn't always mean joy. Um, a slow tail wagging can mean caution, like if a dog's out in nature and they're kind of staring off. Um, a stiff tail um, can mean um, caution and sometimes um, fear, but definitely uh, think something to be concerned about. Um, so you just want to make sure that you're looking at your dog's posture when you're moving about, you know, on walks or even in a home and things like that. And so right now, Scott has pulled up the doggy body language. And, yeah. you know, I give this, this to my clients and it's great to hang on a fridge. You know, you can always download these off the Internet. But um, some common ones that you'll see is the one where your dog's looking alert right there where the air standed straight up. And you'll see that a lot of times when you're taking your dog on a walk and they see something off in a distance that they're interested in or that they may not have saw seen before, they'll um, look alert like that. Um, you'll see them looking threatened or angry if they're trying to make something go away. So a lot of time, uh, if they're reactive on walks, you'll see them look threatened or angry like that um, towards another dog or a person or maybe a location, it just depends. Um, a lot of times um, in puppies, you'll see the friendly uh, one, two, three, four rows down um, when they're just, you know, in, yeah. kind of gazing and stuff like that. But yeah. just kind of looking at some of these, I know a lot of times when I give these to my clients or I show them this, they're like, oh my gosh, I didn't know like them doing like yeah. little bows, them saying hello. And yeah. they do that with dogs too. And that's like saying, hey, hi, you know, I come in peace. Um, so it's like some really cute ones there. Do you see any that your dog um, does in there? The play bow is a big one. I know like I'm friendly or I'm ready to play. He'll do that with other dogs. Yeah. Um, you know, that one, the the stressed one, the panting, the yawn, he'll do that sometimes when you can tell he's like, he really wants to go out or there's something sort of bugging him. Um, which one else is there? Yeah, like there's a lot of them that are pretty, pretty familiar, I would say. Like yeah. this is with this one. Especially mm -hmm. at night, for whatever reason, he gets very suspicious about like the streets, like just looking down the streets. Yes. I'm like, I, sometimes I just wonder if he sees ghosts or something like that because I'm like, there's <laughs> nothing there, but you're staring very hard down. Well, the you're like, it's Halloween. I wonder if something's going on out there. Yeah. But yeah so. Yep. And and so one of them I always talk about too is the the stress ones, um, because those can be looking, those can also look like a dog's just having like, you know, just 
scratching themselves or whatever yeah. it may be. And so again, like I always talk about, look at the context around which it's happening. You know, um, if you know you have your dog in a new environment and you see them doing this and that, more likely than not, they're a little bit stressed out. But if they're in the woods and they just finished rolling over, then it's probably that they're trying to, you know, get something off. So you just want to make sure like some of these that may look like a common everyday, you know, doggy behavior, that it's not something different, you know? Yeah. When you start uh, looking at them, I found that like you start to become way more aware of them and your yes. dog when you review this sheet a few times and you go back and you, hang, you walk your dog and then you come back and review you're like, oh, wow. And now I recognize a lot more things and you can actually... You really are. They are really kind of like talking to you quite a bit with their posture and with like their scratches, their shakes, and yep. their, like you said, their tail. It's just it's pretty crazy when you start to actually become aware of it all. So exactly. And also another thing is, oh, what was I going to say? I think I lost my train of thought about body posture. If I do, I'll come back to it. Right. But um, I, I'll come back to it. And it was something really important too. Even if I forget it, I'll post it in the comments because I, okay. I always do this. Hopefully I'll remember. But um, moving on, barking um, also is another way our dogs talk to us. And there's yeah. different versions of barking. So um, if you hear your dog and it's like a continuous rapid bark in a medium pitch range, um, so that's usually like a territorial barking. Um, I'm not going to try to... Uh, I was going to try to do it, but um, basically, if you think about your dog, like when they see a mailman or something like that, that type yeah. of bark, that's yeah. like a territorial bark and like, hey, you know, you're at my house or location or things like that. And so that's yeah. another way our dogs try to speak to, you know, a person, whether it may be good or bad, you know, that type of barking is just that's another true. way they um, bark. Um, also, the nonstop barking that's broken up in intervals, that's your dog essentially saying not go. So um, uh, okay. notice like when you start, that's the barking, you'll see separation anxiety too. So if you yeah. start to put on your clothes, grab your keys and stuff, they're following you around. They're like, stop. Stop. That's a good one. Um, that's, yeah. that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the barking where they're saying, um, don't go. Yeah. Um, if your dog does the one single yelp, that high pitched bark, that's like a sudden like ouch or like surprise or some type yeah. of um, so maybe something happened to your dog and you didn't know and you touch a spot that's essentially, you know, ouch, you know, I'm in pain or like, um, the bark when you step on their tail, that's essentially them saying like, ouch, that hurts. So that's another way they're speaking to us. Um, the stutter bark in a medium high pitch range. Um, so what that is, okay, I'm going to try to do it. Okay. okay. So it sounds like, um, 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 uh, roof. <laughs> like, okay okay like that and they're yeah. like bowing down low so that's essentially saying uh that they want to play but uh, actually okay. the bark that I was making it does sound like a kind of a bark that where they wouldn't want to play and I do get that from my clients like oh when my dogs are playing they have like this low growl and I'll hear them saying like that and it sounds really angry but again look at the whole context of the situation you know yeah. If they're just, you know, playing and they look like they're having fun that in their low ground, then they're probably having fun. And I always say, you know, if your dog's playing and push comes to shove, if you're, you know, uncertain, pull them away. If they go back to playing, then they're fine. If they don't, then you want to have them go away. But that's another bark where they're kind of interpreting um, what they're saying. And also that uh, the beginning bark um, 
will sound low, then it kind of goes to um, a sharp pitch range. It's okay. kind of like the excitement bark, and I'm definitely not going to repeat that. <laughs> okay. so that's like the bark, like when you're coming home and they're excited to see you, yeah. or yeah. you know, you're pulling out something they really enjoy. Those are all like excitement barking that um, they kind of do. So basically, um, to kind of wrap this all up, you know, you want to be sure that you know if you're not um, start looking at your dog's body language when you're asking them to do things. Or, you know, we have them out for a, on a walk, just making sure that, you know, you're communicating with them. If you don't know where to start, if you're like, this still sounds kind of strange to me, um, start having your dog say please for everything. So just having them, you know, raising the bowl, having them sit for meals and stuff like that. So you're yeah. creating their own, your um your own language with the dogs, if that makes sense. If you already have your language with your dog, keep keep it up, teach your friends and family so everyone will be on the same page. But um, ultimately, you know, just start checking out what your dog's doing when you're at home. Yeah. Um, yeah. So so what do you think you're going to be doing um, with your dog, Scott, as far as body language? Uh, I think I'm going to be looking a lot more at it and probably paying attention to it. And yeah, uh, he's, been, he's pretty good with the sits and that sort of thing. So uh, just working on that stuff and like probably paying more attention to like the stress shakes and, and sort of looking at. Uh, yeah. looking out for those yawns and those and yeah, he's not just tired and that sort of thing and the, the exactly. lips clapping and that sort of thing right so yeah. it's it's nice to always revisit and then go back and then hang out with him and be like okay what what's really going on and and yeah. have a good idea when things pop up too right you can sort of assess a little quicker and mm -hmm. sort of get to the to the meat of it a little bit too but it's nice oh, to have that, that conversation i remember now very important so you being able to reach a dog's body language will also prevent um, help you manage and prevent unwanted behavior because if you understand what your dog's saying, then you can help them in advance or you can um, redirect the unwanted behavior. That's a big thing if you're having issues with your dog's behavior. So that's the last thing to wrap it up. So, really uh, big though, like especially if your dog's reactive, if you can, if you see when the dog gets stiff, like exactly, we're pretty good with like reading the, the street and whatnot, but sometimes we'll just pay attention to him and he gets reactive, he gets stiff. And now it's like, what, why is he getting stiff? And then, then yep. we can redirect him and that sort of thing. So definitely huge. Tip. Exactly. So being yeah. your dog's body language, folks. So I hope you guys got some good tips from this and that you guys are going to start reading your body language like in five minutes. Um, <laughs> so I hope you guys join us next week for another great topic. And um, if you guys want to find me, you guys know where to find me at Down for Paws everywhere. All right. See you guys next week. Bye, everyone. Bye.